Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, 3rd May, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Matthew 21, verse 22, which says, And all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Well, a good Tuesday morning to you, my fellow believers in Christ Jesus. And may this day be an interesting and fruitful one in your life. And if you doubt it will be, then just do as that favorite song of ours declares. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. Yes, friends, I think that's a useful habit we should all cultivate, counting our blessings every day. And why is that, you ask? Because we will find that we always have more blessings than troubles. And that will boost our spirits at the beginning of each day and enable us to surrender our all much more easily to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as we ought to. That is, if we expect to have fruitful days. Unfortunately, though, We humans, even Christian folk, seem to focus on our troubles more than our blessings, even though they are much fewer in number. And that's the deceitful work of the enemy as he tries to lower our faith and and the sensitivity of our spirits, thus making us poor, unhappy, complaining, and miserable apparitions of our true selves, which in Jesus are truly bright and glowing like the noonday sun. And that brings us to this amazing scripture, the words of Jesus to his disciples after he had cursed the fig tree. The good book says, and when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, how soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. And all of that comes from Matthew 21, verses 20 to 22. Oh, my people, that is indeed a magnificent and most powerful scripture. And if we believers would take it more seriously and practice it more often, many of us would not have the miserable and complaining lives we now have. It's all about faith in Christ about believing what he said from day one right down to now. So let's listen to Jesus once again uh, as he pronounces on the awesome power of prayer. In his Sermon on the Mount, he offers this discourse, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receive it, 
and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened? Or what man is there of you, whom, if his son asks bread, will give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? So if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Eh? And that's taken from Matthew 7, 7 to 11. And right here, let's turn to the scholars for some very good explanations on the subject of prayer. They say the three imperatives, ask, seek, and knock, are in the present tense of the original language, suggesting both perseverance and frequent prayer. Fervent and continual prayer is to be made on behalf of those for whom we are concerned. God promises to answer all genuine prayer. You can find that in verse 8. And everything we need for spiritual success has been promised to us. God leaves us no excuse for failure. And that's the gospel truth, people. We have no excuses whatsoever for failing to become spiritually mature in Christ because we already have it all implanted in us. That's the fruit of God's Spirit, and we only need to water it and properly tend it with prayer, goodness, and meditation on God's Word for it to grow into a beautiful example of Jesus Christ. And the scholars go on to further explain both Jesus in Luke 18, 1, and Paul in 1 Timothy 2, verse 1, emphasized the importance of prayer, noting that people ought always to pray. Prayer includes asking and getting answers from God, but it is more than just asking. It is also confession, adoration, thanksgiving, and fellowship with God. By its nature, prayer is talking with God. It is the basis of the successful Christian life. And it's so important that not praying is considered a sin. And you can find the scripture related to that in 1 Samuel 12, verse 23. And when we pray, we should follow the model prayer Jesus gave his disciples and address it to our Heavenly Father, beginning with adoration, including thanksgiving and confession of sins, making reconciliation with others, praying for our needs and the needs of others, and concluding in Jesus' name. And they reference Matthew 6, 9-15, which is the Lord, Lord's Prayer that he gave the disciples as a model. And John 14, 14, which says, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. And they have an illustration that says, Jesus pointed out that God heard the prayer of a humble publican rather than that of a proud Pharisee. You can find that in Luke 18, 14. And as for the application, God will answer our prayer when we obey him. With a scripture reference of 1 John 3, 22, when we ask in faith, 
you find that in scripture in Mark eleven twenty four, and have pure motives, like James four three says, and live peaceably with our our mate, like First Peter three seven tells us, and they give us as always the first reference that is Genesis three eight to thirteen, the primary reference Matthew seven, and then John five fourteen to fifteen. Yes, my brethren, prayer is very important in our Christian walk, and it must not be taken lightly, as so many of us do. And merely asking God for stuff does not constitute prayer. It calls for all the other things that the scholars mention above there. And most of all, it calls for obedience to God, and then asking for things that fall within His will for our lives. And we have the perfect example of this latter situation when Bro Paul asked the Lord three times to remove the thorn from his flesh. And what answer did that great man of faith receive? The good book tells it thus. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength or power is made perfect in weakness. And that comes from 2 Corinthians 12. Verse 9a, that means God did not answer Paul's prayer there because it served his purpose more to leave him as he was. His awesome power would be even more noticeable in Paul's weakness. And though Paul was obviously disappointed, listen to his response here. Now. He says, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities or weaknesses, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. <laughs> uh, and that comes from 2 Corinthians 12, 9b to 10. And who says our God doesn't have a sense of humor. Eh? I know that with a chuckle because the Lord might have purposely led me to that scripture this morning when I'm here experiencing some serious joint problems and pain and man's medication and prayer don't seem to be helping much. <laughs> so I guess I'll just have to take pleasure in my infirmities and let God's superior power shine through in my weaknesses. Uh, and you know what, friends? There are many more scriptures we can note to show the power and importance of prayer, but that would take forever. So let's go home now, now declaring. You believe. I don't know what is wrong with me and this word declaring. Now. I spell it wrong again. I just had to stop using it, period. So let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong. Lock, stock, and barrel in strong and confident voice. In God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. 
Now, my people, let's go out and do just that now. Let's go out and share Christ's amazing love and friendship with others so they too can come to love and worship him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, And Jesus spake a parable unto them, to this end, that men ought always to pray, and not to faint, not to lose heart. And that comes from Luke 18.1, and that's the gospel truth, my people. We had to keep on praying, regardless of what happens. We can't ever give up, because that's the major way we contact and stay in communication with our Heavenly Father. So let's pray today that all of us will get together and pray individually and corporately so that we could live a good life in Jesus' name. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.